about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Welcome to episode 90 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, four stripes. Phil Coors, A2, blue belt, four stripes. Philly, fresh off the competition, the IBJJF 2020 Pan American Championship. Thoughts? We lost. Yeah, we lost. Yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't really in spectacular fashion. We, it was kind of boring. Yeah, we just lost. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> Methodically. Yeah. Both yeah. of us. I don't know. It was weird. Um, there was, I don't know. I was thinking about that yesterday too. There's like a lot of weird things that like happened before the match. Uh, and then even during the match. And then also you're kind of like signaling. So we'll just tell everybody now we're uh, offsite, not in the main professional studio. Right. So we're holding the microphone. So they're going to go in and out. And then I'm going to ramble and get quieter as I talk. And I'm going to move it away from my mouth. So there's going to be parts that just you're not going to hear what I I'm say. I'm not going to allow that to happen. You're staring at me super intense right now with exactly. the mic really close. Yeah. yeah. You're going to forget about it when you start talking. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, no, it was a really cool experience. Um, I feel like obviously we were training for a long time. Like we planned on doing worlds and this kind of took the spot of that. Um feel like I did I nailed the unfounded confidence like I was really confident going in and uh and then I lost so the un- unfounded confidence like I nailed it you know no I I mean I totally agree with that I mean for me it's a natural thing for me so yeah. I mean I it, you know that's never going to go away um and, and and I'm glad I'm glad it won't uh um but you know that that's just one of those things it really helps going in there um, you know, first off, uh, training. You know, I feel like going coming up to pans. I mean, I honestly felt as ready as I could be. You know, like yeah. like I felt like you know, Will and Bill and and our professor John Plyler. They they were all working us out hard and you know really giving us extra attention and and as well as all of our training partners. I don't want to leave anybody out. You know, but mm-hmm. but but. Everybody was, you know, super supportive um, of it. Uh, you know what? Also, you know, kind of whenever you think about um, winning and losing, you know, uh, after I lost my match uh, to the guy who eventually won it, which was great. Mm-hmm. He was he was a super nice guy. Uh, Terry, shout out Terry Joe Bullman. Hopefully he's listening. Um, really nice guy. Um, but you know, it was a bad. It was a bad plan. It, it, the the we'd stood up for four minutes of the five minute match, and and you know it was desperation. I wasn't going to win that. You know, uh, he was more aggressive in the in the pursuing. I don't know of a takedown. I don't know if that he was moving forward more. Yeah, he, he like I, he never he never like committed for a takedown. 
But like, if you had to just give somebody the quote unquote aggression edge, yeah. he like, he like pump faked more is the word yes. I would come up with. Like, yeah, yeah. It, like it was like a pump fake. Like I, yeah, totally he wasn't agree. really going for a takedown. He was never going but for he a was takedown. Doing, he was doing more than you. Cause for, uh, I feel like I was thinking more. I'm sure you were, <laughs> you know, but, know. or I mean, I don't know. He, he, and I watched his other match against the other guy. He did the same thing. I mean, his, his game plan is, is stuff a takedown and get on top. I don't, I mean, I'm sure he has some good takedowns. Um, no, I don't think he does. I mean, I, I and, and that's not to slight him. I'm not saying that. I think that it, it's one of those things. This guy's super strong. I mean, he was Jack. Was, there was a noticeable strength difference. And I didn't think that that was even going to play into it it did a little bit not not much in that it did that in that you know what my plan my game plan was was either arm drag uh to single leg or or um outside single and um take him down but i never i could never get within two feet of him i could never set up an off balance of kazushi to get within two feet of him to do that you know, and I'm not going to shoot from three feet. That's just stupid. You know, so I waited too long. I waited till the last minute of the match to to pull guard to try, which I was super happy with pulling guard. Honestly, I mean, I was really happy with pulling guard, mm-hmm. but I should have done it earlier. Um, you know, because I was in that, I was just in that pull guard because I knew I had to either get an advantage or a point uh, or points, whatever to win because I wasn't going to win a decision. And, um, in that desperation, he passed my guard and, you know, it, it was fine. It was, it's just how it ended up. Um, um, but you know, having said, and that was, that was my first tournament loss. Right. Right. I mean, um, and so it was, uh, I was, I, I, I wasn't disappointed in my performance. I was disappointed that I wasn't more tactically um, sound, meaning meaning that I didn't pull guard sooner. That was what I was disappointed in more than anything, but not my performance. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at that point you have if you've if you've gone four minutes, you just have to go the five and maybe try to like desperation shots at the end yeah just try to try to be the aggressive guy at the end because there wasn't a whole lot else going on but but yeah well tactically it was a bad move yeah that was it was like right move wrong time yeah because it just it it, which is the wrong move right yeah it just Uh, didn't leave you any time to like get in a garden work anything you had to you had to go down and try to do it right now yeah i know because i'm pretty sure I don't think it was a great guard pull because it seemed like it was kind of fast. And then it didn't seem like you were it like, I feel like they probably would have given him an advantage or something. If he like started halfway past the guard. So like you had, no, to like I, had, I, had good, I had good control on the guard pull. I mean, I, think so? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I had, I had, um, I had both my grips. I had sleeve, I had sleeve grip. I had ankle grip. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, yeah, the, the, the pull wasn't bad and I almost got him on that push pull sweep right mm. off the bat, you know, but he had really good balance and I couldn't get him and I couldn't get over. He had my other foot for the sickle. I was I wanted to switch from the push pull mm. to the sickle mm-hmm. like we've been practicing and, um, and I, and he grabbed my other foot so I couldn't, I couldn't do, I couldn't switch feet and go for the sickle sweep. So, yeah, you know, 
No big the deal. other match was good though. Um, yeah. The one you won. Um, you did the collar drag. Yep. Which usually you do side control on that one. You got on top with that. Yeah, I usually pull people into side control mm-hmm. whenever. Yeah, that was me. a good one. Yeah, instead, of, but this time I went straight into side control on them. So yeah, that, that was no, good. that was good. Uh, passed immediately, so you got like five points right off the bat. Mm-hmm. He defended like your neon belly attempts really well. Yep, um, kind of exposed the back. You switched um, more to the Kimura and stayed with the Kimura versus trying to take the back. Um, I had him in a wrist lock too there at one point in time, but he didn't tap, and I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, push the. I should have, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that was good, and then so between that and my so that between that and that second match, there was what one match in between us. Yep. One you match. only had a five minute break. Which, which a lot of people were complaining. I I'm not complaining because I I I felt good. You know, I mean, I was that first match was. For me, it felt good to be warmed up and like have a good sweat, and you know, my I didn't really have any arm pump. I, you know, was doing my Wim Hof breathing over on the sidelines, and and I remember, like before the first match, you know, uh, the the whole guided meditation that I did with that mm-hmm. um, uh, therapist, uh, you know, I was using those tricks but i remember thinking when i was there because at one point in time right before the first match it really the the my the anxiety really spiked and i you know i just remember thinking just remember this feeling like this is a feeling of being alive right like this is a feeling of maybe you know what early man on the serengeti felt whenever fucking lion was about to eat him or something you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. So I just remember thinking, just remember how this feels, and uh, and then I, then I was past it, like it it was it was gone, and then I you know did my routine and everything and 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 was fine, but you know the, I mean for me, the nerves were exactly where they should have been, like yeah they're there, but they're you know they're exactly where they should have been for me, I didn't feel like it was. I didn't feel like it was hurting and if anything, it was probably helping, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You looked more aggressive than you normally do. I turned it up to seven. That was my knob. Yeah. Cause like you were going for that paper cutter for a while. Um, which not bad, but just, Look, it looked like you were going harder than you normally do, which makes sense. Yeah, which is what you say. Sure, because you don't train and that you, way. You know why? It's you know why I stayed with that bread cutter for so long. It was because of the advice Nick Sprito gave me before the um, before the competition uh, when he said, you know, uh, we were rolling. He said, stay with that one thing because they're going to get tired of defending that one thing. A little longer and I think I stayed with it a little too long but whatever you know it was it was what it was that's advice I just don't need to hear no that for sure you don't need I to don't hear need that because you're advice. yeah I mean you were full-on you know had that pass you had it if you'd have switched directions we're not talking about that we are talking we're about not talking about that. yeah we are talking no. about that if you would if you'd have switched directions you'd have had that pass easily in the mount on that guy it's debatable. No, no, it's not. His coach <laughs> even said it. 
Yeah. Uh, but no, man. I mean, you know, that's the thing that, you know, we got, we've got the things that we can, we can take and, and learn from. And that's what, that's what I appreciate. That's what, um, you know, and also the guy who beat me, he got his purple belt, but he's also in Charlotte. So, you know, probably end up training with him. I'm sure you'll so, find him. You know, I will yeah. I'll stalk him. <laughs> um, yeah, pause that real quick. So you were you were writing down a bunch of stuff in the book here, on like what you were feeling leading up to the matches. Mm-hmm. So like, what what did you come up with? Um, well, it's kind of it was so weird, man. Um, I think there's different triggers for different emotions for me. Uh, I don't know if it's like this for everyone, but uh, you know, whenever we went to the airport and before we went to the airport. There was a little stress involved. We won't go into that. Um, I'm a very good traveler. <laughs> well prepared. I, I, I may have been traveling with the two most amateur travelers. I bought the tickets. Why do I have to check in? Doesn't make sense. Give me my ticket. I paid for it. You know, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, you do have to check in for your flight. You can do that at air, at the airport. You can. Okay. There is a possibility they'll give away your seat, though. Um, you know, so I have had that happen. Called, so I, I literally called shotgun when I ordered the <laughs> ticket on the internet. <laughs> so I can't do that. But but no. So we get to so we get to the airport and um, on on the flight down to to Orlando from Charlotte. Um, when we first got on the flight, I was thinking about you know kind of how the matches uh would go just visualizing things in my head and my palms were like sweaty you know they mean it was like it was like the the anxiety ramped up to like six or seven which is what i want it to be when i step on the mat not necessarily two days before Mm -hmm. you know on the trip down there and um and so so we get down here, you know, that all goes away. Cause then I promptly fall asleep on the ride and before you talk to the guy for 40 minutes before. Yeah, that, that's true. The, there was a guy who was also competing mm-hmm. in the ultra heavy that was sitting beside me. Super nice guy, Matt Hugh, I think is his name. Let's see. We'll see how he did, but, um, whatever. He was a white belt. Nice guy from Iowa that trained in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's right there. That was confusing. Yeah, I know it was confusing to me too. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so so that was just you know, and I at, at all these points, I wanted to write these things down because I was like, you can you can kind of remember things and and um, you know, you, you always kind of remember them, or I always kind of remember them, and oh. It, it wasn't that bad and not that it was that bad it was just i wanted to remember the experience you know because this was the biggest tournament we've ever done you know speak for yourself i did naga charlotte (laughs) (laughs) good point good point phil and um and so so we get down here and then um what was it went we got down here Wednesday. Wednesday, and then Thursday we went 
to SeaWorld. Yep. And um, it was funny because I was, you know, I was thinking about stuff, a little bit nervous, and uh, and then we go to SeaWorld. He was moody, everybody. Huh? He was moody. <laughs> I was a little. I, was I think little. you were. I think it was a combination of a lot of um, intermittent fasting, a lot of sun. Yeah. Uh, a lot of being hot. Yeah. A lot of sure. concern about the sunburns. Um, I was super concerned about sunburn. Didn't have to be. Had the uh, had the sunblock had, on. Had the sunscreen. Feel like we could have just sprayed it on in the store and put it back. Nobody was working at the counter. That's true. We could have. Uh, had to wait a long time to pay for that. Feel like we could have just used it. Close the cap again. <laughs> we should have. Next time. Um, but I feel like, I, I felt like you were just a little... A little different than normal, and I think that was just the stress of knowing what you're going to do tomorrow, and uh, you were a little moody. Yeah. No, I totally agree. No, you're right. I mean, I wasn't myself, but then but then, kind of was weird. Whenever I was at SeaWorld, you know, we were watching the the dolphins and the, and the sea lions and the, the, the whales, and it, it brought back the earliest memory I had as a child. And I actually called my mom and was like, mom, was that in 1974 that we came down here? And she was like, yeah, which puts me at three years old. Mm -hmm. So which factors into that's probably, that probably is, I mean, for me, it is the earliest thing I ever remember is in 1974 going to sea world, seeing Shamu there. And, uh, and then being evacuated because there was a hurricane. Yeah. Um, like there is now. There is not. It's not here. It's a tropical storm. It's a tropical storm, yeah. Uh, but but it was funny because after that, um, after that whole SeaWorld experience and those, you know, that it, really, for me, a great experience of remembering all that. And I had a lot of fun, even though I was a little bit bitchy some of the time. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. I was glad that we, you know, stayed for the the killer whale show and all that stuff but after that i was just like i was really really calm mm-hmm. like not like i was shocked at the at, at how calm i was and and then um well then you were up the next day at eight o'clock in the morning and like had your bag packed and ready to go by nine yeah about yeah. a good nine hours before your match or whatever it was so I yeah mean, but you i were, got like nine hours of sleep man I know, but that's still not like you to get up that early and be like ready to go. I know, I know, but it's I got so much sleep, you know, couldn't help it. Um, but yet then whenever we got there, whenever we got there, I was, I was what was I, a pound and a half pound over pound and a half no pound, pound and a half over in the gi yeah yeah pound and a half over in the gi, and um, and geez that was. What time did we get there? Eleven thirty. Yeah, eleven thirty noon. Somewhere around there. Eleven forty-five, somewhere around there. And uh, and so I I mean, I didn't I I didn't really worry about it because I knew I had to, you know, I'd I'd go pee a few times and be fine. And and yeah, I was two pounds under by the time I weighed in. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, with the ghee. So that's wild. That was like three and a half pound shift. Yeah. Over the course of like four hours. I, that's what was frustrating to me trying to watch weight for like the week, week and a half leading up to it. Like I, I was eating what I'm supposed to and like I wake up in the morning and by the time I go to bed, it's like a six or seven pound difference. And it's just like, well, you know, I just 
stay on this side and don't eat too much or don't drink too much before you go um, and should be fine. But yeah, it's kind of weird when it just goes up and down that much. And I, can't, I don't know how these people who like cut 20, 30 pounds for like a fight. No, that's like, that insane. so hard. Especially with you know, this because like you exactly weigh how in much and then to they, you have to go in the bullpen. You, well, I eat a banana in the bullpen. Yeah. A, a banana and a half <laughs> in the bullpen. Uh, but um, yeah, man, I don't know how you would do that. Like I was happy. Like I didn't, I didn't feel deprived at all in, in any of the, I didn't really, I mean, I, I didn't really cut that much, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's with my inexperience with any sort of like weight cutting and restricting, I kind of just went all the way and just ate like the stuff I know for a minimum to not be like uncomfortably hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. But I could have ate more at every meal, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then I end up being like four pounds under an hour before the match. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know what I finished at. I don't know what I weighed in at, but I know I was at least four or five pounds underweight. So it's like, yeah, could ate more, but it's just an inexperienced thing. And to me, it's not worth the worry. I mean, if you, if, yeah, if I'm, if I'm within a pound or something, I would have been. Yeah, Cause in those events, you only get one time to weigh in. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, you're like, like that's oh, not, shit. if you do it all the time, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. You know, you kind of sure. get used to it, but there was a lot of weird stuff that they do. They have a lot of rules. Uh, yeah. I just, it wasn't worth worrying about new belts. Yeah. It's terrible. Belts sucked. Those belts were terrible. Uh, but, but I, you know, I call, I recall back in my high school days in wrestling, man, we would be, we would be down in boiler rooms with trash bags on us. Cause we had like six pounds to cut the day of the match. I'm like, how in the, like, First off, that's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible for your performance. Like, I don't even, I just, I look back and I think, well, you know what? Young bodies are an amazing thing because, you know, I never really, I never really gassed in wrestling matches. You know, I mean, it was, it was, it, it was incredible, but there's no way in hell I could cut, you know, six pounds in, in an hour like we used to do. I mean, it was me. Mike Hager, Scotty Limble, we we would all be down running in the freaking boiler room in our <coughs> trash bags. It's terrible for you, um, but yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we didn't have to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I, I can imagine doing something like that and then trying to and trying to compete at the same time. Like no, not for me. No. So take homes. What Phil? What what are you going to take back to? the lab or the training environment that you're going to work on? Um, I don't know. Like this is the first time, uh, that I think I competed. And then when I finished and like watched it back, it was the same, like everything that I, that I do in training, Mm -hmm. which I think is, um, even as much as losing sucks, I think is like best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was always my frustrations with older matches was I would like walk away and, and kind of think about it and be like, I'm better than that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like win or lose, I would say I'm better than that. And I should have done this or that different. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I should have gone to the right, but the thing is I'm not better than that. Like 
No, I know. You know, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And that's, I'm okay with that. Like I can't, I can, but I can't do anything about that right now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm trying to address it, but it basically, it is what it is. Like that's Mm -hmm. where I am. Uh, and I watched it back and I don't, I don't hate the, I don't hate the performance basically. No, I, which, I, yeah, I which older matches I did, yeah. you know, um, mm-hmm. talking about like leading up to it. I, I think I said yesterday morning, something like, you know, <laughs> it's a really weird feeling today. It's like, I almost don't want it to happen because you're doing six months worth of work and it's going to be gone in five minutes. Like win or lose is gone in five minutes, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know. That was kind of a weird feeling. Um, Talk not that, about, it, not that talk it's really about, gone because like yeah you keep like i i still trained you know i still know what i know at this point but uh that was just like kind of a weird i don't know that just felt weird yesterday it was like you almost don't want it to happen because it's like this is what i've been working for and now it's gonna be over yeah talk about um talk about your kind of your mindset going into it like how how are your nerves that was the best i've ever felt because I have distraction nerves. I've got I've got a theory behind this. Go ahead. You're already such a fucking head case. All the time. Like all the time. I, mean, th- I was in nothing, my wheelhouse. There's nothing. I watched it back. I looked calmer. Like in the past, I've you been are, like a fucking calm. wreck walking out there. Dude, I was worse than you for your match. Like I'm better. I'm better in my match before my match than I am before your match. 100%. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. That, well, yeah. Because I always make it. Yeah. My you, matches are always at least <laughs> exciting. Because <laughs> I'm doing terrible stuff, making it really close. <laughs> like like getting swept and rolling the guy over and getting swept and rolling the guy over. It's so, a roller coaster of emotions for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, if don't fret if you're a head case too, because that works to your advantage in big tournaments. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Because, like, yeah. th- that was another thing I was thinking about, is that for how big this is you know like i think this is the biggest ones i can do um i don't think they let me do adcc because they're scared of me uh <laughs> yeah. i think outside the world this is the biggest one you can do for yep. who i am which is no one right i mean it just didn't have it had no effect like the the size of the tournament didn't change like how what i was doing it didn't get in my head uh which is weird. Not, I mean, I think I said in the other podcast, I would be like really nervous and, and ruin the day of like, just not, just not able to be there. But that, that wasn't the case. No, you had that Jack Davenport chest hair going on with, uh, you know, your bald chest in mm-hmm. the, uh, in the gi there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took a picture especially for Jack on that one. <laughs> Copying his style. <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, there was a lot of weird, uh, the other circumstances that are all weird and different than, uh, you know, regular training, definitely, but just like either other tournaments is can't wear a rash guard. I've never trained without a rash guard before. Never. I've never. Well, the I've first never day I walked in. So the first day I Yeah, that's true. <laughs> walked in. I didn't have a rash guard on. And John politely said, um, we usually wear stuff under our gi. And I was like, that's really good because I've got a shirt out in the car. I really <laughs> wanted to put it on under, but I didn't know what the that was. And so if you can imagine a 320-pound man walking in. I didn't have to. I saw a bunch of them yesterday. <laughs> That's true. That is true. God, there were some huge dudes there. Yeah. Holy shit. So the no rash guard thing is weird. 
I got to do a uniform check-in, which, I mean, it's just one more thing for me to worry about. I have no control over what the guy's going to say. You know, I don't like that. I, I tried to do everything. And I tried to have the they, right stuff. They, they made you buy a new belt because yeah. yours it was frayed. And I was like, oh, shit. If yours is, I mean, mine's way worse right. condition than yours. And I and, and so then I went and bought a new belt. And I just took it to the guy. And I was like, hey, would you change? He was like, no, the other one. Yeah, you you got to wear that new blue one. That one's not going to pass. Yeah, so I got a belt, that an A2 belt that I tied with the belt ends that go down to my knees now so that's weird uh uniform Skip check-ins yeah i gotta worry about a weigh-in a uniform check uh gotta buy a new belt gotta wear the stupid green belt uh <laughs> oh yeah you did didn't you yeah why did they make you they didn't make me do that we both wore white but they did that in a lot of other matches too uh, i don't really is that know what it was okay yeah if you both have the same color gi they usually give you the belt a lot of times when oh, okay. you have a black, like um i don't think the guy had to wear it when you wore white and the guy wore black in the first one or the guy wore blue, I think the, I think they just line you up by the color of your gi gotcha. is the color on the scorecard. Gotcha. But when okay. you're both in white, that's kind of a tiebreaker, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. That's the bit. That's my understanding. Um, so I got to wear that other stupid belt. So all things considered, to have all that stuff going on, which usually not the biggest things can kind of throw me for a loop to to still do what i do basically mm-hmm. it worked out i mean again that knee cut pass i don't i don't go to the right i stay there and get stuck or i pass a different way uh he didn't give me an opportunity to he kind of like it did like a deep half guard or a lockdown thing where he kind of just trapped my leg and extended it, it really far yeah, it and deep he kind of swung me and slowly yep. swept me i mean i yep i couldn't do anything about it i was my leg was stuck and then I had him in the guard, and I've said for months, if I'm on the bottom, I'm losing, which I was. I couldn't yeah. sweep him. He didn't really try to advance quickly, but yeah. he didn't have to because he's winning. Sure. So, like, I watched it back again, and I'm looking for the opportunity I missed. I'm like, why didn't I stand up, or or why couldn't I? Like, I know I tried to hip bump sort of at one point, but, like, he had my leg the whole time. No, I know. I, I was waiting for the opportunity I missed, and I don't really think I missed one. Well, There's things I could have done, but yeah. I don't do them. Yeah, no, I know, I know. And that was the, the one thing where you, you had your hand in the collar and you had that, that right leg like a triangle set up, and you could have choked him with that hand in that, that. I think I think John did that recently. Yeah, he did. But, like, that's, I did it in class, but I don't really remember it. Yeah. That's just not one that's it's not one. It's, it's not going to come up IBJJF when I roll any other time, ready. you right. know, like that's not part of the arsenal of things I'm going to try. I mean, I threw up a couple like cross choke grips, hoping to either just get some slack somewhere to make some room to try to extend away or yep. get a hook in or something. I didn't, I didn't stay with any of the chokes too long in my no, opinion. You didn't. I threw no, up a Hail right. Mary choke at the end. Cause yep. I don't care if I lose by one point or 50 mm-hmm. at that point. I'm either going to get a tap in yep. this next 10 seconds or I lost. So it's like, well, that one's two, not bad. Two loop chokes that were solid attempts. I I don't know. Did they give you an advantage for any of those? I think my advantage come when I almost passed a guard. Okay. The advantage yeah. was early. And after that, he got a couple advantages because he almost passed my guard a couple times. I was able to recover every time. He got into a side control. I was able to push him away and, and recover. Uh I never felt in danger of a submission in the slightest. You weren't. Um, yeah. The only time I felt like he had really, really good control was when he locked out my leg to sweep me. And then he just stayed really tight trying to pass the guard, which is frustrating for me. I don't deal with that a lot. 
It's a good um, strategy tournament wise. But he he slowly is moving to the side. Yeah. And he's he's not letting me move my legs a lot. He's kind of locking them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not able to make any sort of space really. Which is why I started attacking the neck because he was using both his hands on my legs. Yeah. Um, but he defended it. Stayed tight with the legs. Uh, on the reset, I need to learn how to cheat better. Yeah. Because every time I reset in a competition, I immediately lose position. I got to figure that out. I don't know. That's just practice. Yeah. Um, just get deep I grips. also I also think when I reset a lot training, I always take a worse spot. Sure. I always start in the worst spot possible. And sure. I don't know if that's something I need to change or not, but I don't really think so. Um, I don't think so. But anyway, uh, all that being said is it, oh, I like the Kimura too. Like I almost had the back off that Kimura. Mm-hmm, you did. Which I think, again, goes to show, did the boring Donaher DVDs about a Kimura. But I still think I took a lot away on that. And then I was able to try it a lot. And I was able to talk to John a lot. And I asked him a lot of different questions about using my head and, and all the other stuff, uh, extending the grip out. Mm-hmm. And and now I like the Kimura grip for a lot of reasons. Sure. But I'm just, you know, I've only taken the back from that like once or twice rolling, you know, most of the time I fail it. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, on par for, again, what I do. So that's, that's my positive from all the training leading up to it and all the time spent trying to win, you know, that's my, that's my takeaway and my win. And I would say the other thing, thinking back and watching the match back again is just like, we did it. I did it for a little while and I don't know the best way to do it, but the more I can record myself so I can just go back for my own purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be the next biggest thing I could do to improve stuff. Cause I know what people are saying when they tell it to me, but I don't fix it. But every mm-hmm. time I see it, it makes it so much easier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like my head's down passing. Shouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know, or I need to go to the right. I can see it on the video. Mm-hmm. I can't see it first person it just doesn't work sure so i'll just have to you know make that work either when we're just training by ourselves or Mm -hmm. with joey or you know kind of more private stuff where people don't care not gonna do it in class but Mm -hmm. i had to figure out how to make that happen because that's for me that's a good tool is to record and watch see what i'm doing and see where i'm failing uh from another perspective because i don't seem to pick up as fast when i just do it Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Manuel McCall for uh, thank for, you for publishing uh, for recording our matches um, and sending them to us. We appreciate that, and, and also to Molly for recording our matches. She did a good job with that too. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I, I I think you're right on point with the 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 takeaways, and and I mean that right. That's that's why we do this. You know, my takeaway is that I've got tactically, I've got to be, I've got to be better prepared tactically if if things don't go down the pathway that i want them i have to tactically be better prepared for it and uh and figure out if you know what i'm going to do depending on the circumstance and think about that a little more uh leading up to it uh but again overall both i'm super happy i'm happy with my performance i'm not satisfied with getting third i'm not you know but mm-hmm. but i'm I, i'm happy with how it performed I, I i think that we both performed um to what our abilities were i mean i i don't feel like i let myself down uh, with regards to 
thinking that uh you know i could have i really could have done better I, I don't really think i could i think i could have been more tactical i think that i could have thought about things beforehand if there was a match like my second match you know and how it was going i could i could be better prepared for taking steps earlier to ensure that that i at least give myself a shot um but you know i did what i thought was right in the moment and it ended up not being right and that's that's okay Mm -hmm. you know what else always glad i did it you know yeah even though like like i was saying yesterday like you lead up and you don't really doesn't seem so exciting that morning but Mm -hmm. but after it's over um i guess another thing is they didn't really have a warm-up area that kind of sucked man i don't know why they didn't have matt i mean like that was really not not optimal like that's not why i lost like i lost because i wasn't good enough at what i like I did my exact game plan. Yeah. It's just I'm not good enough at the game plan. But I'm yeah. not going to change that because I think that's the smartest game plan. Agreed. So Totally agree. That's not why I lost. But I've noticed I do do better when I do warm up. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think right before the match I made the best choice because you offered about warming up. And I said, no, I'm good because I felt good. Yeah. Another thing, like, I had no injuries at all for as much as I trained and stuff coming up to this. Like, I had nothing to complain about. Yeah. Like, no, no, not even, like, a little nagging thing. Like, I felt 100%, um, which might have been a bad thing, I guess. But I, did, no, I was I like, no, I don't, need to, I don't need to warm up. I'm good. But I think that was the wrong decision. But I don't think I think super clearly as I'm, like, 15 minutes away from the match. Yeah. Um, you know, but... There wasn't really an area for that, and I think I've done better when I've warmed up and I got that first sweat out. Um, no, agreed. So, I mean, there was there was a moment, like, in the middle of the match, I think when I lost the Kimura grip, where I kind of knew I was fucked. Like, that was it. Like, mm-hmm. that was that was my chance. And sure. I, I didn't, I didn't, like, have enough either... I don't want to say energy, but like I couldn't do it. And like he's holding my leg, so I can't like explode out or like, like I kind of knew that was it. Yeah. And I don't know if a warm up would have changed anything there. Like would have had a little bit more or something like that. Uh, and again, after the match, I told you like, I mean, my hands were like, I know I just competed, but like I could open and close my hands and sure. use my phone. Like I was able to immediately go and watch the match where yeah. in the past I wouldn't have been able to hold the phone. Yeah. Uh, so get more bonuses, but yeah, the, the no warm up thing kind of sucked. Yeah. I think it's similar to, to what you had with the five minutes in between where it's like not really an excuse. Probably wasn't going to change anything, but I don't think it was optimal for circumstances. Um, so I'm doing the classic. I'm not making an excuse. Here's my excuse, and that's what I'm going to go with. No, I was no, I was super happy with the five minutes between. I'm I, no, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I, you know, I don't think, I don't think more time would have benefited me in any way. I was fine. Like, mm. I was recovered after. I was recovered after three. You know, three minutes after the match, it wasn't. You know, I was I was doing my my breathing and stuff and that that helps a lot Mm -hmm. um and it it was 
I was super calm before the second match. Um, you know, so yeah, I don't, I, I, uh, I, and like you, I mean, I, I dislocated my, my pinky two weeks, uh, before, but it was, I mean, healed basically completely, you know, I mean, it, that, that wasn't nagging. I, I felt great. No injuries. Um, feel great today. I had a little tight hamstring last night, but that's all cleared up. It's not, you know, there's, yeah, I feel fine today. Yeah. That, I feel, I mean, I, I didn't really even break that bad of a sweat. I mean, I mean, I'm not even that hung over cause you know, we kind of celebrated last night. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that was also like the fastest five minute match I've ever had too. Like it yeah, felt like it was over it really was fast. fast. I don't know. Usually they feel long. That yeah. one didn't feel long. Yeah. No, you're right. That's another thing I noticed. Um, well, so on a separate note, it is a big tournament, right? So there's a lot of big names there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we have to save this part. Hmm? I think we're going to save this part for a separate thing. Yeah, of course we're going to save this part. We're teasing it right now, Phil. Oh, okay, we're teasing That's what we do. All right. But big time fanboy moment. Love, love. Second favorite gra- gra- grappler. Who's my first? Gordon Ramsay. Of course, yeah. Gordon Ryan. <laughs> uh, that was for Nick. Um, uh, yeah, my second favorite is Elizabeth Clay. Mm-hmm. And I totally fanboyed and she was super sweet and took a picture with me and uh, um, and we've got Elizabeth Clay, Roberto Jimenez, Joey's favorite, Kyle Terra, got uh, Roberto Cyborg Abreu, uh, Roberto Traven, um, who else did I get? Who else did I get? I got some others too. I think that was all the people you talked to. You got the pictures with like Mason Fowler. Oh yeah, I did get a picture. And he was a super nice guy, wasn't he? He was cool. Yeah, he was a super nice. He was. He got uh, gold in his division. He trained two days in the yeah. In That's the plenty. That's all you need. <laughs> dude's a dude's a stud. Uh, and, and then he he uh, got silver in the absolute. Um, I don't. I didn't see. We we left because that that was a late match, man. We left before because he was going. We left at like six thirty. I know. Like that's. I, know. I had, mean, that's I a long time. As, yeah, that's uh, a long time to be there. Yeah. I felt like Jeff at SeaWorld. I wanted to go. I know, but I could have stayed all night. Yeah. Honestly, if I if I would have got a little acai in me, bam, I would have been there yeah, all. Thank God night you didn't. Long. It was after like we're in the car. You're like, I should have got acai, and I was like, thank God he didn't. <laughs> like nine o'clock. Yeah, I'm gonna go back today. See what I can. See what I can dig up, dig up some content. Everybody and everybody that I talked to was super nice, man. They were so, they were gracious with their time. Um, I just thought it was cool to see so many, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people walking around in BJJ campaign t-shirts. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, the, it's crazy. people coming up for autographs and <laughs> asking to be on the podcast. It was just really cool. <laughs> really cool to see. Uh, oh man. Uh, yeah, but but uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. A fun experience, you know. Down here, like two minutes from the venue, we've got a a nice house with a bunch of ants in it. Um, it's got a pool though. Mm-hmm. It's got a pool. Saw Dave and Diane from Origin Camp. Saw Dave and Diane. Had dinner with them last night. That was fun. 
uh, yeah, that's about it. I think that's, you know, it was a great experience. I'm glad you uh, shamed me into doing it. Yeah. I don't know when I'll do it again, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do another big one, but I don't know. This I don't think is going to be. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to do a bunch of these, um, but I think it is a good way to kind of focus up and make big strides over a couple month period. Um, mm-hmm. I think it got extended with the whole lockdown and cancellations and kind of turned into a longer, like super focused extended training period where I had time to train twice a day a lot or watch videos or do a lot of recovery stuff. I don't know how long or how often I'll be up for that. Uh, but I'm going to do it again at some point. Yeah. I mean, I'm up for it as long as it's fun. Right. And I, I certainly didn't overtrain coming mm-hmm. into this cause I felt great. I was, man, I've just been having a blast doing jujitsu. You know? Yeah. The only time I felt shitty training was when I was trying to force myself to do the same thing all the time. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of ruined it. And as soon as I walked away from that, yeah. Part of me thinks that's like what I should do because I should lock down a specific game plan that I like, I know I have, I can go to, but that just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do something that ruins the fun to be the best 30 year old blue belt. Like that's just, that's just, (laughs) doesn't make sense. No. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't make sense, man. I don't want to, like, I hate losing. And that's probably why I do train so much. But at the same time, I don't, I guess I don't hate it more than, like, ruining the fun of what I'm doing. It's a balance there. Yeah, it's a, it's a definite balance. And it's a balance that you should strike. I mean, that's, you know, spoiler alert, that's a lot of what some of the, the, really good people at jiu-jitsu told us whenever we interviewed him mm-hmm. about that you know i mean have fun yeah because if you're having fun you'll train more yeah so we'll see when the next one is worlds 2021 master worlds i don't know i don't know either it should be coming up soon though because I checked IBJJF and they rescheduled Atlanta for like the end of November. So did they? So worlds will probably pop up in like December or January. You think? Well, that's I would imagine they're yeah, kind of back no on Gi schedule. Worlds, though they're not. Gonna yeah, do- that's that's Nogi Pans is the same weekend in Georgia. Huh? Nogi Pans is the same time as Atlanta IBJJF. Hmm. They're like Georgia Park State Park or something oh, is like that. It? Yeah, I just looked this morning. Because, oh. like, half of me wants to go to Atlanta for the next competition to get more experience in IBJJF, and the other half says, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Either. I'll change my mind every day for the next okay, three months. That's cool. I'm not going to do that, though. Yeah. Um, so, Nogi, is, is Nogi Worlds on for December like it normally is? No. That's not? not listed, no. It's not? Okay. Uh, there's like four. Forley, Alabama or something. Uh, Someplace, I think in Alabama, they have the next one. And then there's the Houston, I think. And then Atlanta. And in Atlanta, they're doing Nogi Pans uh, in IBJJF Atlanta in the same weekend. Okay. Oh, another highlight. Two highlights. Um, One was I got to meet Jiu-Jitsu Grandma. Shout out to Elaine. I saw you talking to her. I sent a picture of her to my mom and said, this could be you. She was awesome. She was so nice. 
she lost her match and she was all bloody afterwards. Was she? Yeah, she was super metal. bloody. Like she was bloody. She's like, she came out and she was smiling. She goes, well, that didn't go like I expected. <laughs> I was like, you go, jujitsu grandma. Uh, uh, but she was awesome. And then uh, we were watching... Um, Alyssa or something was her name. I, I don't remember her name, but she was she won her division in blue belt. Um, I don't know which one, but she won her division, and uh, and then she was in the finals for absolute mm-hmm. against this yeah. girl who was bigger than her, and she was on the bottom, like stuck in side control, and the entire time she was smiling, like she was smiling and trying her best, you know? And then she recovered guard and then the girl would pass her guard again. She'd be smiling. And I, I, you know, her coach was over there and, uh, it, me and Phil were both just like, just like telling her coach, that was the most entertaining match. Like it was, you could just tell her joy for jujitsu. And I, I, I absolutely loved that. Mm -hmm. Like that was one, that was, those were two of my favorite moments, you know? Um, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when, when I'll do something like this again, but you know, it was fun. It was fun. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did it. Um, anything else, Philly, any parting thoughts on the IBJJF? Any, anything, any, Thing that's like any one moment that stuck out to you in particular, like that that you'll look back on and you know, like nah, I don't know what it is yet. You don't? Nah. No, like last time I lost, I take away the head down thing. That was when it finally like kind of clicked that 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 was a problem. Mm-hmm. I think I've addressed a lot of that, and now I use the loop choke. Mm-hmm. Maybe this fixes the passing to the right. I mean, it's every time I've lost, I've I've come away with more than when I win. So yeah. I think I've improved a lot from where I was, you know, eight months ago in January when we decided to do worlds. That yeah. was 10 months ago. It's fine. Yeah, 10 months ago. Right. So in the last 10 months, I think I've improved a whole lot. Yeah. I would uh, agree. And now I'll have this gigantic loss to, uh, take <laughs> something away from. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, uh, Philly, tell the, tell the folks how they can support us if they choose to do so. Share the podcast with friends is the best way. It is the best way. We it's you know getting to be fall out there, cooler temperatures. Oh no, the hoodies are too comfortable. I wear them all the time. Can't have them. We'll sell them. It's for reverse them. psychology, Jeff. <laughs> You're creating artificial demand, aren't you? It's, I like it. There's only a couple left Since because urgency. I've worn them every day all summer because they're so comfortable. <laughs> uh, and they are zipper, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, folks. Uh, thanks for listening thanks for sharing and if you're not out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day get out there and do it Phil and I choose jujitsu. we hope you do too I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now get them hyped right now yeah you know the ground is our yeah everybody that trains you know the game yeah so let's get it uh, slap it up bump it and roll hey. yeah that's the way that it go Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.